0: Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Today's episode of the Movie Know It All podcast is brought to you by Daddy Green's Pizza. Try a new Mean Green Pizza with bean sprouts. Now available at all the Harlem locations. Just direct your pizza to Daddy Green's Pizza. And some dumb Goy fortune cookies. The master sees nobody, but does see a fortune. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We are your hosts, I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And you want to hang out with number one soul brother? <laughs> hey, my man, what it look like? <laughs> I came just close to doing that one. Hey, my yeah. man,
1: what'd it look like?
0: <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today is a very special episode indeed. Uh, we are going to be doing... Uh, a hidden gem, at least uh, throughout the late nineties, hidden gem in uh, kung fu cinema uh, that was uh, made in the eighties. Feels like the seventies and kicks ass like the sixties. Man, freaking really the last dragon, dude. The last dragon starring Timog, Vanity, and Julius Carey the third. Man, what are you thinking?
1: I'm dude. Like I had forgotten how much I really, really love this movie because uh, it's one of those movies that I watch. Like every now and again Like Mm -hmm. It's not Not for nothing It's just It's one of those movies That comes up Like when I want to watch Bloodsport Or like Usually (laughs) when I'm on Usually when I'm on My Van Damme kick Like is when I, I I end up watching The Last Dragon And like we have a uh, a fairly strict no Van Damme rule in this house because my wife hates it. Like, Patty hates it whenever I put on a Van Damme movie. She's always like, oh, for God's sake. Like She's just yeah. offended by Van Damme movies. I don't know why. It's probably because I showed her four of them that are the exact same fucking thing. But like, well, What is
0: it, like Kickboxer, Lionheart, The Quest, Bloodsport are all the same movie? It's the same movie,
1: yeah. It's literally the same movie. Yeah like all, oh, literally all man. four of those it's fucking ridiculous somebody told me there's another one and i'm like no he's like yeah there's another like low budget one that he did and i'm well, like well i'm but-
0: pretty sure he did like 10 of them in 2010 so
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i have i've seen the big four <laughs> like yeah Th- those four. are the ones that matter okay that's that's <laughs> so uh yeah man i kind of uh, like the quest more than all of them because he fights for a big gold dragon in that one and there's a james bond
0: that is i believe that was the first movie he ever wrote and directed like on his own
1: yeah i know he if wrote I'm it mistaken he wrote it with frank dukes which is why it's bloodsport <laughs> like frank he
0: he um he wrote that after watching Mortal Kombat and said, "Damn, I should have jumped on that ship when I had the chance."
1: He really should have, <laughs> man. Like, I, I I I don't know. I, I don't want to get into a Van Damme thing because then we'll start doing Van Damme movies and like I'll never be happy in this house. Like Patty will just be angry.
0: <laughs> so yeah, man. Let's let's talk about uh one of the great, uh uh I was gonna say Mortal Kombat martial arts films <laughs> that came out <laughs> in the eighties because. Man, let's face it, dude. The 80s was a time of uh, action and martial arts and just like all around Kung Fu badassery, man. Like you had Van Damme, you had Chuck Norris, you had the Karate Kid, you had all these different uh, uh, things coming out. Like you had a resurgence of Bruce Lee, which is where this movie came out. You had a a, uh,
1: resurgence for it.
0: Yeah, because and and I remember the first time I ever saw this movie, uh, the first thing that I remember, one of the first memories that I've ever had, because this movie came out, I believe, in 1985. And one of the first memories that I have of this movie was watching um, these two guys fighting in a warehouse. And one of the guys had this big giant fro and wearing a giant red like dragon (laughs) toga thing, you know, and he was beating up on this kid (laughs) for some reason.
1: I remember watching, um, watching it the first time on Cinemax mm-hmm. and I, I watched it because I thought it was the Bruce Lee movie. Like, you know, we don't, we didn't really get any previews for anything. It just kind of played. Yeah. And like, I saw like last dragon on it. I'm like, Oh, it's the Bruce Lee movie. And then I'm yeah. like, Oh, it's a movie about Bruce Lee. It's, what the hell is this? And like, <laughs> by the time I fucking realized that I'm watching a really silly movie, like I was already like 30 minutes in. i like, what's well, too late. Yeah. Like. Yeah, because because like
0: 30 percent of Bruce Lee movies had dragon in the title. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so of course, anything with dragon in it, you know, you automatically assume that it's going to be uh, uh, a a Bruce Lee film. But now this movie is it's got a, a weird kind of story to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's produced by Barry Gordy. And if anybody knows who Barry Gordy is, he's mostly a music guy. Right. Yeah. like he uh he was i believe was he in motown
1: motown yeah
0: uh in, in the 60s in mm-hmm. the in the late 50s early 60s late, he started motown mm-hmm. and uh like he he helped discover the jackson five michael yep. jackson and all that and in fact one of the jacksons even married his daughter i believe
1: <laughs> yeah freddie Tito, janet yeah Morse uh, Day,
0: Prince,
1: he's, like he's found a lot of yeah, people man. like he was,
0: he was a big time music guy, dude. Billy Hutch, and, man, and uh he's still a legend in the industry, by the way. Like he's still, you know, he's still regarded as one of the top guys in in music history.
1: He also but screwed him over him. a lot of his artists, but uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, who wasn't, you know? Who yeah, wasn't I was like that who that? wasn't screwing over their artists back then, yeah. right? But like so, yeah, dude, uh, was, yeah. And, and like the the music that he's, cause I have I love that kind of stuff, dude. Like I've I've been a Prince fan since I was a kid, so like that mm-hmm. kind of music has always like, I've always sort of gravitated to it. I I, I love jamming it as, in you know, whenever I can. But like, I, I I find this time around like watching it, I have a much bigger appreciation for the music. And most of the stuff is the stuff that Prince thought was gonna be hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, well, Vanity, dude, she
0: was a a, a Prince protege. She was 19 mm-hmm. years old when she was casting this movie. Yeah and uh she was one of many prince proteges
1: Yeah, that, yeah a lot. uh you yeah, know a lot.
0: <laughs> you know yeah, and by protege by protege I mean bedmate, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, people um, tend to forget about like I, I tell people all the time, I was like, dude, Cute Lazarus was one of those people that like Prince found and like she had mm-hmm. the she had the one she was smart enough to like You got to pay a million dollars for thirty seconds of goodbye horses in your movie, but I'm (laughs) just I'm just doing a Silence of the Lambs parody. Like, yeah, I can't hear you over my Oscars, bro. Like, (laughs) everybody said I'm busy, busy. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like she, she ranked in the cash on that song. She was smart about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Like, he had a lot of projects. He had a lot of people that he was like, they're gonna be huge, and he he put a lot. They would put Chingos. Well, he put a lot of Barry Gordy's money into them. Yeah. But like, yeah. So like
0: they they wanted they wanted to to uh to showcase a final a new way to showcase their 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 artists and their music right
1: right
0: so uh, MTV was huge like like this was like right like right at the at the time when when uh, uh, MTV was finding its footing as as like the 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 lead um, like if you wanted to be big you go on MTV right. Like right. what we said, it was like what we said in the Airheads review, where like you know MTV was was like the the king of the mountain when it came to music. Mm-hmm. This was where they got their start, and where they started like like they started playing Michael Jackson, they started playing Prince, mm-hmm. they started playing like all these different different genres of music. They had just started playing um, black artists, you know, mm-hmm. which at the beginning they were just uh, quote unquote. It, we're a rock and roll station, so we don't play any of the. You know the black music because they're not rock and roll. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is anyway. That's a whole other. That's a, that's a whole, whole other, other story, podcast, dude. dude. Like,
0: which is another reason why why I admire David Bowie. But anyway, um, that that's a big time story. But anyway, they uh, Barry Gordy wanted to 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 make a movie so. Uh, one of the screenwriters, I believe, um, oh shoot. I, I, I forget the screenwriter's name at this moment and I feel like a real jerk for, for forgetting the screenwriter. I believe. Yes. Uh, Luis Venosta. Okay. He came up with the idea because he went to a, a movie theater in Harlem Mm -hmm. and they were showing enter the dragon or, or, or one of the other Bruce Lee movies, but I believe it was enter the dragon. Yeah. And, um, you know, that scene at the beginning of the movie where they're in the theater and everybody's quoting every single line and everybody's dancing yeah, and everybody yeah. like, like people of all different ages and races are watching the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the way it was in that Harlem theater. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, like, this would be awesome to make a movie about this crowd or about, you know, this, this scene where mm-hmm. like everybody in the, in the neighborhood goes to the theater to watch old uh, 15 year old Bruce Lee movies mm-hmm. you know 15 years yeah. old at the time
1: at the I was gonna say at the time
0: yeah at the time you know 15 year 15 years old Uh, uh Bruce Lee movies cuz Bruce Lee passed away in 1972
1: I yeah. believe it was yeah yeah
0: and uh uh that's when Enter the Dragon came out and like it, it had it had never really left theaters. You know, they 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 kept showing in the theaters and midnight shows and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and still uh, do, <laughs> still yeah, still do.
0: <laughs> and uh, uh, it it with with the explosion of, of martial arts movies and and you know stuff like that in the eighties, it made a huge comeback. Yeah. So they they kind of said, "Hey, man, what if we make a a, um, a martial arts movie with an all black cast? Right. You know, set it in Harlem, set it in New York." You know, and 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 let's let's get this crowd—the crowd that comes in and watches this Mm -hmm. movie—will go back and you know watch watch uh, uh, this new movie that we that we're gonna do.
1: So they went out. I don't know if it ever really like, and that's something that like another thing we should really like think about and ponder about. Sometimes I don't really think there's ever been like a resurgence in kung fu movies. Like I don't think they've ever gone away.
0: Well, they've kind of always been in the back in the background like i know that at least through the mid 2000s like with jet lee and 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 jackie chan like when when they had their uh with like the crouching tiger hidden dragon came out that kind of did another resurgence
1: yeah you know but like lately like even in the 90s like we had our own like action movies we had our own versions of kung fu movies like turtles
0: and surf ninjas and (laughs) three (laughs) three,
1: ninjas like but when i say like I guess when I say kung fu movies, I mean just fighting films in general, just movies where it's a lot of hand-to-hand combat, because it's sort of, the combat's changed, but the idea hasn't really, like, Mm -hmm. we've even, even as recently as the new Mortal Kombat, which I thought was garbage, but the fights were amazing, like, uh, even the the Raid Redemption got popular because of just how fucking badass the fights were, Mm -hmm. like, that's the only reason that movie got popular, was because of how badass the fight scenes are. When but nowadays like,
0: man like nowadays like like those they're they're all uh being performed uh
1: by i mean that's what what uh, uh taiwanese that movie. no no they were uh or they korean no 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 um oh my god dude i cannot believe that like my brain is just like pfft. yeah but um <laughs> i don't know i'll remember but i'm gonna remember like yeah. at the end of the podcast but you so know I'll, what i mean right I'll... like like they're they're they're,
0: yeah. they're they're those those movie studios have groups of of stunt guys that that's all yeah. they do that all they do is is do those those stunts man and and god they're so freaking impressive like i was so impressed with the raid i was even more impressed with the raid too
1: like, yeah, R2 oh was God, amazing, dude. dude Like, The Raid 2 is one of the most ridiculously filmed action movies I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life Like, like the, that, the, the scene practi- where they're
0: in the car chase,
1: dude? Holy the the pra- crap, dude The practical <laughs> shots they came up with Like, dude, that's so elaborate Like, yeah. good God, dude It's not the 40s anymore We don't have to make <laughs> movies like that But, <laughs> like, it, it, it's I don't ever think there's ever been, like, an exit Of the, the karate movie The kung fu movie Like, I think ever since Bruce Lee, like made it mainstream, Mm -hmm. like, it never went away. Like, there's always some sort of action star who's kicking people and stuff like that. Like, it was Van Damme, it was Seagal, like, it was Jet Li, it was Jackie Chan, now it's those dudes from the Raid Redemption and same, one of the guys is in Mortal Kombat, he plays uh, Sub-Zero. Like, those are the dudes that are on fire right now. And like,
0: I don't know. Did man. they even come out of movies? where they don't really use their martial arts. Like, like, uh, the, that entire team was in, uh, um, the the new Star Wars movie, the uh, um, the yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't even fight. They just they were just there in a, in a cameo because they're Star Wars fans, you know. Like, yeah, so man.
1: forget they 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 use that raid redemption pool to to come out of Star Wars movie to come know? on Star Wars. Right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, like it, it's it's kind of um, it's fascinating to watch how that's never gone away. There's always that that part of us, I guess, that wants to to think we we'd be that guy in a fight. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think that's that's every normal human being wants to believe that they could be that person in the fight. And like this is one of those movies that like even like watching it, I was like, like, I, it's silly. But there's something so cool about it. Like, there's something it's so fun about it. silly but pure. Yeah, that it's might not,
0: be it. It's not mean-spirited in, in, in it. And it's because it's it's very much a Saturday morning cartoon. But it's done in a way that, I don't know, man. I, it, it's hard for me to explain it. But, like, I, I guess I'll try. I Every time I watch this movie, and I've never gotten tired of it. I never get tired of watching this movie. Uh, I I... I just get this nostalgic trip and, and like, I feel the heart and the, the energy and the pride that went into making this movie, you know? Right. Like, right. like they, they, they cut all the corners they could because of budget constraints or whatever, but mm. man,
1: like but you, you can could tell, tell everybody's tell, having a good time.
0: Everybody's having a good time and everybody loves what they're doing. And everybody like, I don't know, dude. Uh, there were so many people in this movie that went on to such amazing things, in their little, career little Ernie Reyes jr. Dude. Yes. Which who I will get to, I will get to a little later. Uh, but dude, uh, and this wasn't his first movie, by the way, I don't know. No, no I know. <laughs> so, I know. It's not it his looks first like movie. it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But I, you know, I, I was, who you know, who's you know, uh, who's, this was their first movie. Uh, the, the lead actor in this movie, uh, Timac, Mac, mm. who goes just by Timac in this movie.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I don't think he ever explained, as to why mm-hmm. but his full name is Timec Gorillo. guerrillo and uh he's half black half italian which is like like two fire people going together you know like, <laughs> but he's like one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet dude yeah like he literally is and he was 19 years old he was also 19 years old they did a casting call at all the local uh gyms and uh, karate studios uh in and around the bronx uh in new york
1: mm-hmm.
0: And uh, he came out and you know he he had never acted before. He mm. had never done anything like this before.
1: Yeah, you like can do doing... you can sort of feel how green he is, but I think it lends to the endear the endearingness of him. Like I, I don't think that's the word the proper word endearingness, the endearment of him. I don't know. In, in, the endear- yeah, the yeah, the endear I don't know. Endear it, something, whatever in, English <laughs> is a stupid fucking language, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um the the endearment? character the character of Leroy Green of Bruce Leroy is, yeah. is that of an endearing one. And like, you want to like him. He's, he's very ne'er do well. He just wants people to enjoy things and be like happy and shit like that. Yeah. And he's, you can just sort of feel that he just wants to do right by whatever they're asking him to do in this movie. Like I'll say, no, it, I never looks, say it. But he never looks like a deer in the headlights either. No, he that. doesn't. Like he's, he, still- has a, he has a, he has a, a low key confidence. That, yeah, uh,
0: that carries it, you know, it
1: comes, very well. It comes through in the fight scenes. It does, yeah. It exactly. comes through big time in the fight scenes. Like it's one of those because, th- and don't get me wrong, I really love Julius Carey in this movie. I yeah. adore Julius Carey the third. Like he was such a talent, and like, but you can tell this guy doesn't know jack shit about fighting. Julius Carey <laughs> is a Juilliard-trained
0: Shakespearean <laughs> actor, dude. That I dude, can feel, <laughs> dude. If uh, if there were a like like a world heavyweight championship uh, of of acting, he held the belt for a couple of t- for a couple of years, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: dude, like he he chose he the scenery like he was a shark, and everything else was fucking license plates. The like, reason
0: why he chose why he chose to accept the role is because he'd always wanted to play a bad guy. Yeah. And like he's he said that growing up some of his favorite movies were those exploit black exploitation movies yeah. where the white Looking guy fantastic. was the bad guy, you yeah. know. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's... he played it so much like a Shakespearean villain and like over the top you know, cartoon villain, like, oh, he's a mask. And yeah, you, so you much can,
1: fun doing it. Dude. You can tell he's he's a stage actor because, like, man, he acts so much with his With his face.
0: entire body.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, his face is just like, God, you could see it from the other side of the room. Like, yeah, just everything about it moves. And it's so fucking funny. But, like, when he fights, like, you can tell, like, I mean, he's he's as good as anybody else in a choreographed fight. Yeah. But there's something about the way he would throw punches and kicks as opposed to Time act. Who's throwing like stiff pulled back kicks, like controlled yeah. kicks. It's like, fuck that, dude. If you really wanted to, that guy would take off your head. Like he throws, <laughs> like, he, he throws those kicks pretty fast. There's this one scene where where he's, he's
0: beating up a guy and like the way he gets on top of him and the way he punches, his hand is above his head and then he punches and he draws his hand back above his head and then he punches again and he draws his hand back above his head. <laughs> dude
1: it's taking you all day to wind up that punch dude like you're gonna break your hand that way if you ever hit somebody in the face the human skull is really hard So like it's it's silly but like there's just something so fun about this entire movie dude like everything about it from like i said like the music really fucking grabs you like if, if, if i mean as long as there's like a soul in your body you know what i mean like I've heard people who like say, "Oh, I hate that kind of music." I'm like, "You don't have any like rhythm, like no." <laughs> like, what do you yeah. mean? Like, I, I get if it's not your cup of tea. Like, if you could sit there and go, "Like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea." Like, Bad Bunny is not my cup of tea. I get why people like it. It has rhythm. Like, there's oh, good. Okay. It's good. <laughs> it's good music. It's not for me. But like, yeah. I can understand somebody saying that. But people well, he's are a pretty like, good no, wrestler, I guess." <laughs> it, there are a lot of really good wrestlers. WrestleMania was amazing yeah. this year. Like, I was actually really. Wrestling- Yeah, so um, I so let's talk about the female lead
0: also because this I don't think this is her first role, I think she had come out in a couple of soap operas before this. But uh, Vanity Man, I didn't know Vanity, yeah, 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 she was. Uh, she was a model and and she uh uh she did some some acting and then you know she found out that she could actually sing and dude. She can really sing, dude. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like she, she was a talent,
1: dude. Yeah, a
0: talent, good. and she was absolutely freaking stunning. How gorgeous this lady oh, was! Oh god, dude. yeah, dude. Like Absolute
1: even
0: me. even even into her into her later years, she never lost that 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 beauty, and her talent was just so crazy. And in this movie, dude, like she she doesn't she doesn't uh, uh, she plays that the character that she plays is. In, this this like over busy um like just straight up pop star right she's basically playing herself but uh the way her character is is she's very approachable she's very nice like she's not like you know uh self-centered in any way and uh i don't know man it kind of comes across as as different than any other uh characters in movies at this time because you know normally normally they'd be they'd be a little
1: different right And see, like, what what I found kind of interesting about her character is that, like, you really don't have to develop her in a movie like this. Like... No. They they kind of had it developed pretty quickly as to what she Mm -hmm. was here for. Like, Mm -hmm. she puts music videos on her show. Those music videos become... Like, people, like, get into those songs. They want the albums and shit like that. They want to see Mm -hmm. the video. Like, her show is the popular show to see these music videos and hear these songs on. Mm -hmm. So, like... You have this, this Dan Hidayah from Wish. I don't remember what the actor's name is, but mm-hmm. it, it, like, so I guess Dan Hidayah was busy doing Commando at the time, and like <laughs> Eddie Arcadian. Me. Yeah, like you tell me. But like, played
0: by Christopher Murney, who played like every single crooked lawyer and drug dealer
1: in Miami Vice. <laughs> but yeah, dude, and like, you you kind of already get that she exists. Sort of like Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale, like she's just Mm -hmm. there to scream and be caught, Mm -hmm. and like they they keep kind of pushing through because she does. She seems kind of like at some point get a gun. Like (laughs) like, how many times does she get kidnapped in this movie? It's it's (laughs) like at least four, right? Three or three times, times? dude. Three Three times, times, right?
0: Yeah, three times.
1: I was like, I can off the top of my head. I was like, off the top of my head, I remember three for sure. But like, I don't know. I I would I would sometimes I would turn around and like look at my phone. And then i look back and she was kidnapped again. And I was like, God damn. Stop. But like every time that like they, they keep going back to her and you see that she's like, I'm not going to do things like that. Like, I'm not crooked. I'm here for the artists. And like, you add a depth to her character and it's kind of cool. And like, I don't know, man, in in a film where like this, this movie could have been done in 80 minutes. Like this could (laughs) be an 80 minute movie. It's an hour and 48. It's almost two hours. Like, yeah, it, this very, very much could be an 80-minute movie. And, like, you wouldn't really miss too much. But then it wouldn't be as good. It would be a garbage kung fu movie at 80 minutes. Like, there's yeah. there's heart, there's soul <laughs> in this. And it's fun. Like, you end up, even the people you're not supposed to like, you like for silly reasons. Like, <laughs> like I love I love the,
0: uh, um, the, the guy who plays uh, uh, Ricky, his little brother. Yeah. Leo O'Brien um this guy this guy i i think i i want to say this is his first movie i'm not sure but um his older brother is one of the one of the guys from the sugar hill gang
1: no shit so so he's been he's
0: he's been around like like the music business his entire life or whatever right Right. but this kid dude he was he was 15 years old when they made this movie right but he comes across as like the older brother like he's he's like you know He's wise beyond his years in this movie, dude. <laughs>
1: was he? Was he really fifteen?
0: He was fifteen
1: years old, dude. God Almighty, With a full mustache, dude. <laughs> he looks so much younger than Timac. It's weird, but, like considering that Timac's only four years older than him.
0: Yeah, like, no, but, but like, it, 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 in when I was growing up and watching this movie, I thought he was the older brother because he had the mustache. <laughs> You know my my little my little kid mind. What are we gonna do today, Butch? <laughs>
1: nah. <laughs> I could see that though. Yeah. Like, cause he does. Like, time matt comes off as like he even makes fun of him all the time about it. Like, what does he say? Like, you ain't got, you ain't even got no paintbrush for this kind of art. Like, yeah. And it can really hurt if you don't know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> like he's, nigga, you tan, dude. What do you know? <laughs> I was like, he's so stupid. But like, it, it cracks me up because like. Because fucking Timax character is just so like, huh? <laughs> well, he's he's so
0: innocent and he's so naive, and 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 it kind of makes you wonder, dude. Like, I want to know his backstory, like how he how he uh, uh, came to to uh, 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 coming across his master and learning learning the the karate and stuff. And like like this movie opens with him training; like he's already into it. Like he's already been doing
1: this for years. There's no backstory. And, like, it kind of cracks me up, though, because, like, all the scenes with him and Vanity, and Vanity's just throwing herself at him. Yeah. And it's, like, it makes me laugh, but it's because, like, it reminds me so much of fucking of uh, Mark and Lisa in the room. What's going on? (laughs) on? She's just, like, throwing it at him. Bro, bro,
0: she has your dick in her mouth. (laughs) Get the hint. I don't understand.
1: I don't get what's going on. he's so dorky dude like like i'm dense but holy shit guy <laughs> like, and that can
0: get really annoying really quick by the way yeah it really like, can uh, but it, it works Back, for them time plays it so well and and i and i think i think every time i watch him I'm like dude that's actually him he's not really acting here he has no idea what's going on <laughs> he comes off that way he really comes off yeah. as some kid who just wandered onto the set yeah. And then you, and then you watch interviews with him nowadays, bro, the dude has not aged, dude. He's, he's almost, he's, he's in his fifties, dude. That's crazy. He's almost, he's almost 60 years old, dude. And he still looks great, dude. I I have him on my Facebook, dude. He responds to every single person that messages him, dude.
1: Oh, wow. That's really cool.
0: Like he, he, he responds to everybody that, 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 uh, that jumps on his Facebook, dude. Like he's, he's a legit, nice guy. Some people uh,
1: just like they just don't like they age like it's the 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 grace of the way they age is absurd, man. Yeah like some people can just like do that and like I don't know. I guess he's one of those dudes that just doesn't he doesn't look like he gets older.
0: He's one of those dudes, dude. And he and he they uh I remember. Or maybe it's a death an becomes her
1: situation. Who knows?
0: I'm watching an interview and and uh he was like, Man, like you haven't aged you haven't aged in forty years since the movie came out. He's like, Yeah, yeah, like uh I out of everybody family, I'm the one that looks the oldest, everybody else has stayed the same age. So <laughs> the fact that I look the way I do is kind of in a you know kind of weird to me.
1: <laughs> I saw a thing that made me laugh where I guess it was uh like an AMA Reddit with Elijah Wood and uh, they had said, How come you haven't aged in the past 20 years? And he goes, I have a painting in my attic that does it for me. <laughs> and i was like oh he, he's ha, 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 ha. but like ha, ha? <gasps> like are you sure like i don't know dude. Really? Like, can, can, can you like tell paul, me where you got it and if i can get one as well like paul rudd has aged two years in the last 30 like it's yeah. weird like some people just don't they don't look like they get older it's fucking fascinating not at all man not at all so um yeah man I, we um, fucking look our age dude <laughs> Oh, big time, dude.
0: Big time. Dude, ever since every, ever since I got married, dude, I've started looking my age. I'll tell you what. Dude. Same. <laughs> you know, and it's not it, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's it's the dredges of marriage or you know whatever, dude. It's just, you know, I stopped trying. It,
1: it comes <laughs> yeah, it, it comes with less effort to look good and responsibilities. <laughs> I like, think that's yeah. what it is. It's responsibilities yeah. and like less effort to impress other people. Exactly. You
0: know, I'm not trying anymore, so <laughs> You know, sorry ladies i'm taken. <laughs> but uh dude i want i want i want to bring up something that uh that i don't think anybody that i like I, I listen to a lot of movie podcasts and stuff but like very few people actually bring this up
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you do you like see all the um all the uh like the low-key superstar cameos of all these actors that came out in this movie before they became big stars,
1: I dude, I caught, I saw William H Macy. I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, William H Macy, dude. Did you know that Chaz Palminteri comes out? No. Yeah, Chaz. Okay, so uh, and this is something you all can do at home, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the scene where he first meets Laura, where she's coming out of the uh, the Seventh Heaven studio, yeah, and uh, the guys pick her up in the limo. Yeah, yeah. The guy driving is Chaz Palminteri. He's got a big mustache.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. How weird. And yeah, and and that, and that is William H Macy, dude. William H Macy as as his uh as her like I guess hairstylist.
1: Yeah, I or thinking, something. Supposed to be her hairstylist, something.
0: Yeah. Um, Keisha Knight Pulliam, who later went on to uh, come out in the Cosby Show, she plays the little baby sister who has like four names.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was her, right? I, I was yeah. like, I feel like that little girl's on the Cosby show. Like, yeah, I haven't no, said, I, was... I literally said that. I was like, I feel like that little girl's on the Cosby show. But I can't, like, can't quite put my yeah, finger she, on it. She was, uh,
0: I want to say she was, like, three or four or something like that.
1: Like um, She reminded me very much of the avocado girl from those old Vine videos. The, it's an avocado. Thanks. <laughs> like, girl, like, what's, like, what's with the cameras, dude? Like. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you know the little kid in the in the pizza shop, the the little kid where where they're beating up, uh, where uh, up goes into the in in there and he he uh, he he attacks everybody. They start throwing the the pizza dough. Little kid oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Carl Anthony Payne Jr., dude. And he, Get he the was, fuck out of here! Really, he was, he was like ten years old, dude. The guy from Martin, man.
1: That's Cole so from fucking Martin. Fun. Fucking slasher from Feast 2. That's where I would know him from. There you go. I <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, slash prices.
0: <laughs> but uh, that—that's—I think that's all that I—that I remember um, from from watching. And little uh, Ernie
1: Reyes Jr., the the most consistently working human being on that set.
0: Ernie Reyes Jr., dude, let me tell you something about Ernie Reyes Jr., dude. That guy, that kid, is one of my heroes, dude, because he was my age, dude. He's mm-hmm. my age. Well, not really my age. He's like 10 years old in this movie. But, you know, like he, he was he was the, the, the person closest to my age mm-hmm. uh, while watching this movie. And uh, uh, believe it or not, this wasn't his first movie. This is, hes He was he was uh, a big time working actor already doing mm-hmm. stunts and everything with his dad, which is yeah. awesome because <laughs> because the guy that he beats up this movie is his dad oh was (laughs) it all the the crazy kung fu stuff where he dances and stuff like that's his dad that he's beating up yeah so uh they they have they have this choreographed and he was also one of the choreographers uh of the of the of the uh the stunts the kung fu stunts and everything so uh
1: yeah i was i I was telling my i was telling my wife i was like bro like he's the reason dwayne the rock johnson looks so good in his movies like (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) so uh yeah man um he recently he recently had a, had a bout with a kidney disease and mm-hmm. um, they did this whole thing to try to find a donor and you know they, they did a, 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 um, a fundraisers and stuff and and thank goodness the, they were able to find a, a kidney donor for him. and he got a kidney and he's he's on the road to recovery as of right now, and he's doing great. And um, he recently announced that he's getting his own action figure.
1: Yeah, uh, from Ninja, Turtles 2, Ninja Turtles two. From finally, NECA.
0: so we uh fight yeah, to get a Kino action a, figure. I am looking. I am looking forward to that, and uh, I, I still hope to uh, to meet Ernie Ray's Junior one day. His daughter uh, is now an actress, and she's coming out. She came out in uh and then you, Robert Rodriguez movie, the uh, um, the We Can Be Heroes movie, did, which did apparently you? is a sequel to Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah,
1: yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen. You don't, have to. Any, I, you don't yeah. have to. Yeah.
0: I was no, like, I haven't seen any know. of
1: those movies. It's okay. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, Robert Rodriguez uh, came out with another uh, kids' movie. Okay. Let me okay. know when he comes out with another vampire stripper movie. Yeah,
0: let me know when he comes out with another Desperado movie, that I'll watch. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there <laughs> or for the Little
1: Battle Angel Part two.
0: I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, let me make know. that movie, please. Make that movie, please. Let, let me know, we'll, know when we'll
1: throw that out. Doing more of that cool stuff again, and 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 I'm in. I'm in. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, guys, so right now what we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick real quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about a little more about the plot of the movie and the history of the movie and what its impact has made on both us and the world because, you know, that's what's important and what we need to talk about. Only cool people so, uh, know this movie anyway, man. I know. So with that being said, let's go ahead and take a real quick break here on the Movie Know It All. Hey, Know It All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Podcasts on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. to the dog.
1: I can't hear you. Show Shogun of
0: Harlem. Yes! Crunch, cease. This is Show's Road. Move
1: it. I said, Beat it.
0: Beat you. Who said that?
1: Beast Fire, who said that? I got him, so I got him. I got him, so I got him. Who's hey, here. better than the Shogun? Bruce Leroy, that too. Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. That's the only guy that stands between show and total supremacy. Well, well, well. If it ain't serious, Big boy Green. I've been waiting a long time for this. Lady. I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wassa! Legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> Catches bullets with his teeth?
0: Nigga, please. The secret
1: awaits eyes,
0: unclouded by ambition. What? Those who are bound by desire see only
1: that which can be held in their hands. See? Now it is mumbo-jumbo like that. Yeah, yeah, and Skinny little lizards like you thinking they the last dragon that gives Kung Fu a bad name. Get up, Leroy. I got something real for your ass in these hands. We're going to settle this once and for all because I am back. The Shogun is back on the scene and the Shogun is the master. Why don't you sit down and shut up? Where did he go?
0: <laughs> they never explain where he went, right? Yeah, he just disappears <laughs> in that one scene. <laughs> no, but like, like he's like the Shogun is back. I'm like, where would he go? Did he just get sent is to jail or something? Or... his <laughs> mama ground him?
1: <laughs> that, 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 like, I don't know, man. Like, it, the thing that makes me laugh so much about this is like, there's no real like bad blood between him and Bruce. He just wants to beat him up. Yeah, because he, like, he's he wants to be the
0: alpha male of the neighborhood. You know, it's like so the funny. one guy, like everybody keeps talking about Bruce Leroy catches bulls with his teeth. Is like, well, look, this looks like a guy that I need to beat up.
1: <laughs> you know, it's a it's a real Sid the Squid situation. I'm thinking if I take out the guy that took out the Batman. You know, like, <laughs> it's so fucking silly. Like, it's such a. It silly was a big rock. <laughs> it was it was a big rock. Like it's so fucking silly, dude. There's this one moment. Like I love his gang. Like Uh his gang cracks me up so bad because they're like when they're not talking the inner city the
0: inner city multiracial
1: gang. Bro, (laughs) it's like (laughs) I like how they do have that one white chick. But yeah, you you wanna give my fist a kiss? But like (laughs) it cracks me up because they're like they're such mimes when they're not talking, like their facial expressions, like everything that they're doing is so fucking silly. But there is this one scene. There's this one dude in particular that I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And it's the scene in the, in the restaurant when they're destroying his dad's pizza shop. One of the guys grabs a chair and pushes it. And then they cut to the other guys destroying everything. And then when they cut back to him, he pushes the chair back the other way. And that's all he does. (laughs) Like it's literally all he does I, like after that I was like I got my eye on that dude And every time he came out I was like He hasn't really caused any destruction So much as he has just been a nuisance Like He's, he's like yeah I'm only in this gang Because like I'm bored and I got nothing else to do it kind I really of don't want to cause way. commotion Like he was one he, he almost had this look like to him Where he was like oh like we're a gang gang Like yeah. I was waiting <laughs> oh, for Oh <shit>. this- <laughs> I thought we were like a West Side Story gang. <laughs> I thought we were gonna yeah. start singing in a minute. Like, like haven't you
0: guys been hearing all this music that's been happening in this movie? Hey, when are we gonna start to uh, two-stepping down the hall, down the uh, down the alleyway? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the two-stepping down the alleyway.
1: <laughs> like, it's so silly, dude. And just like just watching that scene, I was like, he really just pushed the chairs. Like, it's all he oh, did. Like, um,
0: um I, I have, I have. Um, I, I hadn't noticed that. Uh, I've seen this movie a million times, and I've never noticed that. I need to go back and check it. Again. Watch that scene again. Just
1: go back and watch that scene. I promise you. Like oh right when, God, like man. right when it starts, you'll see the. You'll notice him. Like they. I think one of the guys yeah. tears the the that like plastic fence thing off the wall. Yeah. And it's like right before Show Enough kicks the the TV thing. Yeah. Like they show these two guys standing next to each other, and one guy like starts hitting the wall. And I think he puts a hole in it and the other dude just shoves the chair. <laughs> and I'm like, why did he do that? Like, he didn't even knock the chair over, he just shoved it. And then he's like, like you go, know what? You know what, man? I'm thinking
0: about the guys that gotta come in and reset this, this set, man. It really <laughs> so, felt
1: like that. It, it almost felt like his his like one of his friends was on like the set cleanup group. Yeah. And he was like, look, dude, I'll do it. I'm just not gonna like make it worse for him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And like he Don't pushes easy he, on these guys, man. You know, it's been pu- a long day. He pushes it back, and this time the chair falls over. So oh, wow. like, so you know he's dangerous. <laughs> like, see
0: that? See that was the martini shot. So you know,
1: <laughs> there it is, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, man. Like th- that's that. That's another thing that I that I really really like about this movie, dude. Is that everybody's a cartoon character, dude. Very much. And they go all out and like, like the 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 whole. The whole thing about this movie is that they wanted to give uh like the uh um they wanted to give an African American spin to the to the karate genre, mm-hmm. which had been done in the 70s with the black exploitation film, but that was yeah, very absolutely. much where the black guys were the good guys and the white guys were the bad guys. Right. You know? But in this one, it's very multiracial, like like mm-hmm. Richie's friends, like he's got two friends. One of them's a white guy, one of them's a black guy. Do you recognize that white guy though?
1: No, I was actually going to point him out too. I was like, why why is he talking like that? But it's one of those things that I have a friend of mine who lives in New York. And she told me a long, long time ago, we were talking about this movie. And she said that, like, ethnically, it's one of the most New York movies she's ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Because you do see a lot of, like, Koreans who talk like black people and, like, the (laughs) other way around. She was like, you see it a lot here. Like, it's not really a joke. In this yeah, movie, he's like, it's a joke, it's, but she's like, it's she even said that she's like, it's a joke, but it's a joke because it's funny, because it's true. Like, yeah. that's why it's a joke. She's lived there her whole life. Have you seen and... that movie Fresh Off the Boat? Uh, that show, no. that TV no, show I've, fresh off the boat. I've never seen it, and I hear great things about Bro. that show.
0: Bro, the, the main character in that it, he's he's like, I think he starts out the show as a 12-year-old. And they they immigrate from Korea over here to the to the United States, yeah. and like like right off the bat, dude, he becomes a huge fan of Wu Tang Clan and uh, and uh, Bone Thugs and like all like all the <laughs> hip hop groups, dude. So you yeah. see this little like ten year old Korean kid, rapping perfectly to to Wu Tang Clan <laughs> and stuff, dude. You know, yeah.
1: Like she was so. telling me, like you see that all the time, dude. Like it it's just everybody. There's no like, like I guess in New York City, it's not really like appropriating they just it's all one yeah no everybody enjoys everybody's culture culture of the neighborhood yeah and it's because it is it it is the harbor for people from other countries to come yeah and And the neighborhood is
0: very multicultural multi-ethnic like it's it's just just the
1: way it is yeah she she had said she's like honest to god like last dragon gets it like righter than most shows yeah like most movies and shows like it's it's as right as it gets like you those people are here (laughs) like yeah and time even
0: said and time even said he's like like yeah like everybody who's in that movie is from that neighborhood so it's it it, it wasn't stunt casting in the fact that i mean yeah they were looking for an african-american lead but everybody else like was from the neighborhood and and it's it's as ethnically and racially diverse as the actual neighborhood that they shot in yeah so that kid that white kid aside from like like everybody everybody down here especially in mccallan in the in the in the 90s and 2000s, or whatever, grew up with a friend like that who was like had long hair and the, the denim jacket and stuff like that. Yeah, that's most <laughs> you of know, I friends. had like three friends like that. I had like three <laughs> friends like that, but yeah, a, man, like that's apparently a whole that bunch kid, of my
1: fucking friends.
0: That kid only came out in another movie and he played one of the biker guys in uh, the mask. Okay, no remember that scene, remember that scene where where he goes and he starts doing the, the balloon animals. And yeah. he reaches in, he reaches in and he pulls out a condom and he's like, sorry, wrong pocket. He does yeah, it. yeah, the guy in the front, that's him.
1: No shit. The guy in the front, that's him. Yeah. That's he, so funny. You play like about typecasting, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, no
1: shit, right? Like weird. But the, yeah. hey, you know, what can you do? But anyway, F- so fucking uh, New York, I guess.
0: <laughs> New York, dude. And this is such a New York movie, too, because like we start out the movie with where this where uh uh Bruce Leroy, They call him Bruce Leroy, but his name is actually Leroy Green in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing these these moves and like uh training, and his master is shooting arrows at him, which they did for real. That was not a a trick that was not a uh, a, a special effect. He yes, actually yeah. cut all those arrows out of the air on like that's him actually doing it it took him over 100 takes to get every single one of them but the one where he catches the arrow that he did that in one take believe it or not wow he did that in one take they did 100 takes of him breaking the arrows yeah so um yeah man it's it's extremely impressive and right off the bat it shows you the skill of this guy like Mm -hmm. how good this guy is like right off the bat like this guy's already as good as he's gonna get right right and um, we go as we go into the story. It's it's mostly just him, like looking for the master, trying to find his way in this world. Where, like, I guess I mean, apparently he grew up in the neighborhood, so he knows everybody mm. there. He knows the culture. He knows everything there. But for yeah, some yeah. reason, he's like a fish out of water. <laughs> you know, think, which is why I'm so interested in 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 this kid's backstory. He's more like an alien so, off the planet, right? Like, I mean. His brother is, is, is like, you know, very well integrated. Everybody knows his brother. His father mm. runs a freaking business. Yeah. You know, his dad owns Daddy Green's Pizza, directed your pizza at Daddy Green's Pizza, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is one of the most brilliant catchphrases, like, in movie history, dude. It, it yeah. is
1: a really good catchphrase. <laughs> but, like, like it, 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 it is true, because, like, you, like, there, there's such a, like, he's a thing of legend around there yeah and it's like you do and you're right, though, because it makes you want to know like why is everybody like so kind of like don't mess with him, you know what I mean? like yeah. he's cool, but don't mess with him. Like I'm like well why? everybody, everybody seems to like him because I mean, he's he's got his own
0: school. he's yeah. got his own students, yeah. like his his class is filled with kids,
1: yeah, you know, I so it's I mean, weird, but like <laughs> kiss my converse, but <laughs> dude. So um,
0: <laughs> I, I I forgot to talk about this guy, dude Johnny Yu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot I forgot the the actor's name, but um, the character of Johnny Yu, mm-hmm. uh, played by Glenn Eaton, by the way. Okay. I just, I just, so this guy, he needs his own movie, dude. I, I want I want to <laughs> I see know, this right? guy. I want to see how he met Leroy. I want to see how he met like his backstory because this guy has. The confidence that Leroy Green should have. Yeah. Right? He goes, he goes, you know how you're always telling us to learn the art of fighting without fighting? You see, I do something better. I have managed to learn the art of fighting without knowing how to fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I love that guy, dude. It's such a, like, what do you call it? Yeah. Um... Uh, Big Trouble Little China sort of thing Like you want to know more about Wing than you do About Jack Burton <laughs> Like, like yeah. the movie The 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 trailers the, the poster everything revolves around Jack Burton But this is how you know that like This is why I told people that's why I know you've never Seen Big Trouble in Little China dude Like Jack Burton's the sidekick <laughs> Just the bubbling sidekick in this fucking movie Yeah and that's, like, very true. that's
0: very true Because like in this one Uh uh you could you could strong you can make a, a strong argument that time Mac is like he's a straight man mm-hmm. in this world of uh comic
1: characters you yeah know? he that's what I was gonna say I was like because it's compared to everybody else like Bruce Neroy is the normal one yeah like really look at the 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 cast of characters that surround him show sure enough is Yosemite fucking Sam. <laughs> like he's fucking—he's a wackadoo. Yeah, like, like that dude just wants to go around and he's got fighting the colorful people of
0: characters surrounding you.
1: Yeah, dude. Not to mention like the rest of the Tom and Jerry's around the guy, and like yeah. you have that—you have his his brother who's like his brother feels sort of like Ed in fucking um, Naked Gun, where he's just like, <laughs> okay, this shit is ridiculous, but I'm rolling with it yeah <laughs>
0: like
1: like it's so fucking weird. like, but like yeah, if you if you really like look around just the way he kind of no sells everybody, yeah. like you like Bruce Lero just sort of no sells the ridiculousness around him. and Leo like
0: Brian. Leo Brian had this undeniable charisma that mm-hmm. just went perfectly with the with with what with what uh, the the movie was giving him because he's. He, he walked around with this swagger that, like, in anybody else's hands would be just goofiness, and you'd be laughing right. at him. Right. right. And then especially with the fact that this guy is walking around with a black kid with a giant Chinese-style hat <laughs> and, and, like, a, like, a, like a, a blue button-up guy walking around eating popcorn with chopsticks.
1: Bro, you know? the popcorn with chopsticks. I was like, Jesus Christ yeah man every
0: time i watch that and and the 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 tragic thing and is that like a lot of the people who came on this movie they 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 went on they went on to 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 some really great things Mm -hmm. uh time back went on to some great things um julius Carey went on like to he came out in a bunch of movies and Mm -hmm. in law and order i was say law and uh, order lawyer yeah dude and uh and that that guy's seven foot two dude so that guy was a freaking giant dude yeah you know so but like leo Bryan, man he passed away really young dude um oh,
1: he?
0: and uh he was i want to say he was like maybe 42 oh wow that's sad He was 42 yeah man he was he unfortunately he was murdered um his uh vanity had had her problems uh she became a born again christian in, in her life and uh she kicked she was able to kick her drug habit she was able to kick everything that that she had gone to uh unfortunately I, I she got sick i am not exactly sure what disease she passed mm-hmm. away from but she passed away really and i think she was almost yeah. 50 uh, when yeah. she passed away but um you know big time loss uh, of, of all these guys but um mm-hmm. this this through, throughout the years man this movie has gained a cult
1: following rightfully mm-hmm. so i i was gonna say movie, this movie didn't do too good in the theaters man I, um, I it still kind of amazes me that like i still meet people who've never heard or seen this movie like yeah. it's still it's still weird to me out when i when i meet people who haven't seen the last dragon and i'm like how have you how have you missed that one mm-hmm. like i don't know how anybody could have missed it at this point anyway like when we were younger i totally get it but at this point it's like how have you not caught it yet? especially people our age it weirds me out yeah yeah and and the one thing that stands
0: out and i think the one thing that endures this movie to everybody um yes it's the acting yes it's the action yes it's it's the time capsule that this movie perfectly encapsulates uh the 80s -hmm. without being like it's 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 80s but it's not like smashing your face smashing over your head with the 80s right it's not shoving it in your face it was the actual time period it was the actual time period that this movie takes place, and but the music, bro, the Guy music so of this crazy. movie is just um, like you, like you had the barge uh playing in it, you had uh, um, they had a couple of uh, vanity songs in there, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Prince proteges, <laughs> yeah, man. Willie Hutch, bro, you
1: are Dude. the last dragon?
0: That's a Dude. great song, man. <laughs> the, those two songs, The Last Dragon and The Glow. Mm-hmm. Those two songs, either Willie Hutch man.
1: Like, yeah, man, dude. they're the shit.
0: <clears throat> and and they they still hold up to this day, dude. I was gonna say, I it's catchy like never. Ending.
1: It's catchy like never ending story and shit it gets stuck in your head. <laughs> like, it, it, it's 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 an earwig. That song's a fucking. It's a bad earwig, and it's like the worst kind because like, one of my friends told me that um, the best way to get a song out of your head. It's to, mm-hmm. when you go to the bathroom, to sit down and hear the whole song in your head. Like, play it from beginning really? to end, and it'll go away. Really? And I have found that he's absolutely correct. I've been doing that ever since I was in high school. You know what it doesn't work with? Songs uh-huh. that fade out. <laughs> you need a definitive ending. Yeah, like, you can't you can't use your ears to fade out if you're not listening to it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's one of those songs that fades out. It's frustrating, because those songs get stuck, mm-hmm. and, like, they just start over again. So uh, if you
0: ever want to listen to the soundtrack, dude, check this out. It's got uh, Dwight David, Vanity, Charlene, Willie, two songs from Willie Hutch, uh, The Barge, freaking Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Rockwell. Remember Rockwell? Shit, yeah, remember uh, Rockwell? <laughs> the Temptations. Dude, this is like, like R&B royalty, man.
1: Yeah, like, great stuff, up. dude. It's great, it's great music. music. Yeah, like that soundtrack is still very bar Like when I was watching it today, I was like, "God damn, that soundtrack is still bar none!" Like, I still it's I really still, good. I still
0: sing those songs in the shower, dude. I still sing those songs, songs in the shower, dude. I still blame um, that.
1: I still blame my entire love of that kind of music on fucking Batman. I really do. <laughs> that shit started early when I just got, I got into Prince really early because of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. did you hear that they that they just unearthed
0: uh, some lost footage? Uh, apparently back in the early 70s there was a teacher strike
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh in Minnesota and uh one of the they, they interviewed a bunch of uh uh elementary school students mm-hmm. and one of the students that they interviewed was was a young prince
1: no shit How he weird. was like
0: 10 years old yeah he was like 10 years old and they interviewed him this little 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 kid prince That's and so, it's it's and they just unearthed it and they just released it it's crazy but, like it's been lost it's been lost for 40 some years but they found it you know? That's just how. That's but, uh, just how
1: fucking Prince is, dude. He's been dead for years, and it's gonna be one of those things where we're gonna be hearing like, I tell people all the time. I was like, you know, there's like five hundred Prince songs that you've never heard because he never released them. Oh, the that, that's
0: that's a low that's a low count estimate.
1: Yeah, that's a low <laughs> that's estimate a low of songs. Point. And like, there's yeah. over, I think there's over a hundred music videos that we've never seen from Prince.
0: Apparently, like, he's got like like five hundred albums. Yeah, that like, uh, that he hasn't released.
1: Dude, he has. And I think he has. He recorded like an album
0: a week. He recorded an album a week for like twenty years.
1: He has like five different albums worth of shit that he did with David Gilmour that he said the world wasn't ready for. And like with <sighs> David Gilmour, there's Prince and David Gilmour work together. Like, give oh me that God, before man. I fucking die, dude. Like, yeah. if they ever I, release that Prince
0: uh, Michael Jackson song, dude, the world's gonna end. <laughs> yeah, it'll shatter. Yeah. So uh, real quick, man, but before, and I I don't want to forget anybody because this movie is so chock full of talent that I don't want to forget anybody. I feel terrible whenever I leave somebody out, dude. But like honestly, these guys are some heavy hitters, bro. Yeah. These guys are some heavy hitters. Mike Starr, okay, yeah. who played Rock, okay? Mm-hmm. Like this guy uh, always plays the same character in every movie. Yeah, I was gonna say you've <laughs> seen
1: it. You've seen him play this character a billion times. Yeah.
0: But uh, I mean, he he's he's freaking phenomenal in this movie. <laughs> he plays the same to...
1: character again in Black Dynamite.
0: You want me to get the tank?
1: <laughs> I want Black Dynamite dead. <laughs> I literally put it on right after fucking watching. I the thought last I thought I told you to get rid of that thing. Yeah, but you also told me to keep it. It might come in handy. <laughs> so stupid. That, honestly, this movie was just missing Dan Hedaya. <laughs> like yeah. it's the only thing that it was missing.
0: Like I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I I I Dan Hedea would have probably dragged this movie down. Uh the guy that got the so? to play Eddie Arca- Yes, dude, he's perfect for this movie, dude. Like, oh, he's fantastic. He's, he really he's, is. Yeah, no, nah, dude. Uh everybody like is settling. Everybody is settling when they get Dan Hedaya instead of Christopher <laughs> Murney. I'll just I'll throwing that out there right now. Yeah, I he has spoken. Yeah. Will Will's like the hell with Dan Hedea. Yeah. So and and uh, the low key MVP of this movie, uh, Faith Prince,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who played Angela Varco. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> She's not a singer. She's not a singer. Yeah, you you can tell.
0: She's not a singer. She's a straight up actress. And man, when you tell when you ask somebody to sing, like you're trying to sing, but you sing really bad,
1: like you're trying like, to sound like like an out of tune Cyndi Lauper.
0: This like the fact that she. Was able to pull this off so convincingly, and man, like you just love her from the get go. Like she's not annoying. Like to me, she's not annoying, even no, though she's, she's
1: supposed she's, to she's be. She's supposed to be annoying. She's very endearing, yeah.
0: but she's very endearing because like there's <laughs> this one scene where 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 they capture Laura, and they're showing her the video, and she's all into it, right? Like like Angela Rock was all into it. She's like singing along with it, mm-hmm. and Vanity. She's just sitting there like, oh god, this is terrible, <laughs> and then. When he says, so are you going to play my video or what? And she's like, no. No. And, and then she gets up and she defends her. She's like, oh, Eddie, she's just tired. Like, you yeah. know.
1: Like, you're not oh, going to do what man. I think like, you're going to do, are you? <laughs> I found it. I found it. <laughs> like, I, I remember I was like, I know it's supposed to be a joke, but the rhythm's not that bad.
0: <laughs> and she like, has one of the greatest comebacks in movie history. When she says, "And you know what, Eddie? You know what? In the end, you're no—you're nothing but a low life, misguided midget asshole with dreams of ruling the world." Also from Hugh Gardens, and also getting by on my tits. <laughs> oh, that
1: breaks my heart, dude. It was that good, my, dude. Like, yes, girl. Yes. She was so fucking funny, dude. She's so fucking cool in that movie. Like everybody, I, 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 I really want people to know out there that, like. Even if you're like the most, if you're one of those, like, how do I put this in a nice way? Annoyingly Christian people that like, I, I, t- I like realistically, I saw, a vi- I'm not trying to be a dickhead. Cause it felt like I'm not trying to make fun of anybody's religion. I'm just making fun of them. Uh, and I'm not sure this was an actual real thing so much more than it was a uh, clickbait or for fucking likes. I don't know, but I saw this video of some guy. Who pulled his family out of a movie theater Because the movie Had demons And dark imagery And stuff that wasn't for children And he was talking about the Addams Family And oh like it's And it's, yeah, it's one of those th- and, and I don't mean Addams Family Like Barry Sonnenfeld I mean like the animated Addams Family movie And like It was one of those things for me where I was like I don't know if that's a joke because I've met I've met people when I was younger who's like parents wouldn't let them watch fucking yeah. anything. And like I'm 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 here to tell you if you're listening to this podcast, one, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, but two, like, I promise you, this is the most innocent action movie you could ever show a child. Like, yeah. there's there is they're so far away from anything being remotely like bad in this film. It's just such a silly and endearing and and kind-hearted action film it's weird yeah like, and, and like it, it it's very cartoonish the characters are
0: very cartoonish there yeah. are a couple of scenes where where like they, they say some things but it's it's not malicious yeah uh, when, when, they, when they say you know
1: yeah like there's a few there's a few cuss words not very many but like yeah. If you want to show your kid an action movie, if your kid desperately wants to watch an action movie and you're afraid the devil's going to come through the fucking TV, (laughs) it's not going to come out during. There's
0: nothing devilish about this movie. There's nothing there's nothing evil. This movie is it. it, The first time I saw this movie from from beginning to end, uh, I they showed it on. uh, Remember on uh, Saturday mornings after the cartoons, uh, CBS used to play movies. Yeah, like and yeah. right, right, Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's the first time I saw this movie, and I fell yeah. in love uh, with this movie uh, after watching it on a Saturday morning. And they didn't edit anything out.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to edit really. There's like, nothing
0: to edit out. So yeah, it's, this is this is a very low key PG movie. Um, yeah, with a very, couple of cuss yeah. words, but if you can handle a couple of cuss words, you like, go for it. Like the guy who directed this movie, dude. um This guy is no slouch, dude. Um, freaking uh um oh what's his name uh michael schultz okay Mm -hmm. this dude has over 114 credits on his imdb he's still working to this day
1: good okay
0: he's still working to this day uh he directed maybe you maybe you recognize some of these uh he directed a couple of episodes of the rockford files okay
1: he
0: directed episodes he directed episodes of a beretta uh
1: remember
0: cool high yeah yeah car wash grease lightning (laughs) <laughs> uh, Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, that terrible Bee Gees movie, yeah. <laughs> and um, he directed Crush Groove. Remember that movie, dude? Crush Groove, Crush
1: Groove, dude. Like, With my
0: Sheila and uh, um, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, um, oh, shoot, I forgot what his name is, but well, you know who I'm talking about,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw Crush Groove. Um, because of dogma. <laughs> really? Yeah, there is a, a a joke in that movie where Ben Affleck tells Matt Damon, "I don't know what Matt Damon says to him," and he goes, "I bet I I I bet my life on it." And he goes, "This coming from the guy who still owes me five bucks over which was going to be the bigger movie, Breakfast Club or Crush Groove?" <laughs> and he's like,
0: Underwood, that's his name."
1: Yeah, yeah he's I like, "Fuck you, movie. man. Time's going to tell on that one." <laughs> <laughs>
0: i, I duck still duck remember duck. that movie dude
1: like i, I, I duck 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 remember duck watching crush, crush groove. groove dude like, i watched crush groove because it had red dmc in it do you like that. Yeah, yeah well and whereas crush groove is a, is a pretty fun movie like yeah. i only watched watch this did you ever no. watch this
0: Orderly's? with uh-huh. with the fat boys remember the fat boys i remember the fat boys yeah the Disorderlies? that was one of their movies i never saw uh, it. oh man you're missing out dude you're missing out that is such a great okay I'm, I'm like now i'm just naming movies and stuff like he he directed a couple of episodes of briscoe county jr i know you know that fucking show
1: oh fuck yeah i know briscoe county jr <laughs> hell yeah bro
0: yeah, yeah, he directed a couple of episodes of those um dude i'm like skipping so many right now dude like wow, la huh? law city of angels young indiana jones chronicles the practice i Charmed, forgot there was a young indiana jones show the boston public uh, freaking, the last job that he did was, uh, he did episodes of Black Lightning, Manifest, and Homecoming. Holy wow. shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy's guy a freaking ringer, dude. So, he sounds we, when we tell you, when we tell you that this movie is a well-deserved classic, like, we're not blowing smoke up your ass,
1: guys. Nah, not at all. Um, this is a fun movie, dude, like. This is, this is not only a fun movie, dude,
0: but it is a game changer and it yeah. is a life changer. It changed my life, dude. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not just saying that just to say it. Yeah. This movie literally changed my life.
1: No, man. Like some, that. some movies, like they really do like stick with, they stick with you forever, dude. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. they're, they're really silly ones and sometimes they're really good ones, but like. Mm-hmm. There are some movies that just stick with you forever. Like, one of those movies for me has always been like Deadly Friend. Like, Deadly Friend will yeah. always stick with me. It's a stupid fucking movie, <laughs> but it sticks with me. It's the same thing with Garbage Pail Kids. Like, I know it's universally one of the most hated movies in the world. I wore my VHS out. I can, you can yeah. put that movie on right now. I can fucking quote it, like, from beginning to end. Oh, really? Like, I can, I can quote that stupid fucking movie. Like, <laughs> it's, it's such a dumb, gross, and like, it's a mean spirited fucking film. Like it's I one of the most mean-spirited things I have ever fucking seen. God dude, like...
0: that did that movie come out. That movie came out before Digital Turtles, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: 80, I think that movie came out in 86. I want to say 87.
1: Like, I was gonna say, I was like, I was like a year and a half old when that fucking movie came out. Yeah,
0: dude. Like... Yeah, that movie starring uh Sean Aston, uh John Aston's uh uh younger brother,
1: mm. and yeah. like it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't know, man. Some movies just stick with you and they're garbage. Like some movies are garbage, but they stick with you. And like, fortunately for you, this isn't a garbage film. No, like, no. Like Last not. Dragon is not a garbage film at all, dude. It like, is
0: delightfully entertaining. I showed this movie to my wife in one of our first dates mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, okay, I understand why you like this movie. It's a very, it's a very cute movie. Which is yeah. her way of saying, which is her way of saying it's good, but I never want to watch it again. <laughs> but...
1: yeah, but you know what? though, like it, it is one of those hey. that it's it's a great it's a great conversation piece. If you meet somebody yeah. who's like never like who's seen it like before, if you're in a mm. room full of people that have never seen it, and you meet one other person who has like it's an interesting conversation to have yeah, like yep. it's it's a very silly fucking movie. but like, I adore so much about it. Like I really do enjoy Barry Gordy's "The Last Dragon." Like, and if, and if
0: you don't, and if you don't, if you go through your whole life not not being able to watch the entire movie, watch the last fifteen minutes of this movie. Yeah, do yourself a favor and just watch the last fifteen minutes. minutes. The 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 final fight at Seventh Heaven, that Mm -hmm. stage, they actually spent seventy five percent of the budget building that stage. It was so impressive. That uh, I believe it was Sheila E. who took it out on tour with her, Mm -hmm. like, or I I forgot. I forgot which which uh, performing artist. I really uh, wouldn't be surprised. Enjoyed it, it, like they liked it so much. They were so impressed with it that they bought it, and that's what they used on their on their tour. That set. Hmm. So it it
1: looks like so. It looks like a set that Sheila E. would have used. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you
0: don't know who Sheila E. is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do a YouTube search of Sheila E playing live don't Boy, don't look what up you her, gonna do don't look she up don't look amazing. up her uh, her recording like i mean listen to her music right but look up her live shows dude you'll yeah, be they're, they're insanely impressive <laughs> yes she is amazing still is but anyway man
1: so uh <laughs> We're really sucking Motown's dick with this episode, aren't we? <laughs> oh, shit. So and uh, if they if they'd stop coming yeah, out with it, good music. I stop complimenting them. I know. like, like
0: you don't, you don't. Ugh, this, this, this music. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on the soundtrack as soon as I get off with you, do because man, it is awesome. So, uh, yeah, man, Last Dragon, it is a, a cult classic. It is uh, everything that uh everybody says it is it is brilliant it is beautiful well acted uh well paced uh amazingly directed uh lightning in a bottle yeah lightning in a bottle
1: i don't see how Um, you could do this again like you couldn't do something like this again
0: i had heard rumors throughout the years that they're not going to make a sequel but they're also going to make a tv series they're going to do a (laughs) reboot. Uh, Timac has always said that he's ready and willing to do a, a reboot slash sequel mm-hmm. um unfortunately a lot of the big players passed away and uh, yeah. uh interest has kind of waned off since they passed away because let's face it man like the last dragon would not have been the last dragon without without vanity without Julius Carey without Lee O'Brien like those are two big huge losses uh yeah. in in that uh, of that group so uh um yeah if they do anything with it with it, uh, I'm, I'll be more than happy to give it a chance and take a look yeah. at it but yeah, as yeah, of right now. Money. Yeah. But as of right now, man, I'm happy that, that they're keeping it in the public eye right now, as of right now, you can watch it on a uh, HBO max, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's being re-released on, they, they released it on VHS. They released it on DVD on Blu-ray and now in 4k, like nice. it's, it's available everywhere, man, like really cheap too. like the 25th anniversary edition has uh, like five different commentaries <laughs> on it oh wow and uh behind the scenes footage and stuff so so take a look i at feel that.
1: ripped off at the dvd that i have mine doesn't have
0: shit oh i i bought the dvd like 15 years ago man
1: yeah, uh, i, 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 still, I guess i still have the same one like
0: yeah <laughs> but anyway man uh so uh let's do a little house cleaning what do you say man uh, you. right now right now guys uh you can still still go on twitter And uh, go over to uh, the movie Know It All podcast, the Know It All Network, uh, Twitter, and enter yourself to win a a brand new Blu ray of uh Zack Snyder's Justice League. Guys, we still have a little ways to go. We're gonna be doing that drawing. What was it, April 15th?
1: April 19th, April
0: 19th, April 19th. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, go over there. Uh, what do you call it? retweet the uh, the the posted uh, tweet that we got there uh, with your favorite moment from the just Justice, Justice uh, Zack Snyder Justice League movie along with the uh, hashtag Know It All giveaway and uh, you yourself will be entered to win uh, that awesome uh, coveted prize and uh, Babo where can people find our lovely podcast I don't know man and find us at a
1: bunch of places <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the corner of the street man yeah you can find us on we're still on spotify thank the good lord yes. we're on good pods man wherever, wherever good podcasts are sold and found man you can find us you love us you need us you can't live without us man we're so cool yeah. well can i enter the contest to win that blu-ray
0: no bro you can but i'll tell you what man i'll give you a swift high five whenever i see you
1: i'll take it <laughs> i'll take a swift.
0: That and if cool. you love what you're hearing guys If you love what you're hearing Go on and over you to do. our Patreon And you do, you know it, don't try to deny it Go over to our Patreon man uh, the movie no, uh, Patreon.com slash podcast Or know it no all network And uh, join our Patreon Where you get access to uh, not only our uh, uh, Brand new episodes a couple of days early But you also get access to all Our old episodes uh, That we've had in the, uh, in the vault For a couple of years And you get access to all that Alongside
1: full-length commentaries full-length movie commentaries
0: right now we got the man of steel going up there and uh, we got some more coming soon also uh do you get access to uh to a lot of other stuff for as little
1: as three dollars a month
0: including yeah. my nudes no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's for our top tier that's for our top tier. that's for patron. that's for
1: top tier patrons all right <laughs> <We're> top
0: tier patrons <laughs> not a real offer <laughs> not for not for you not for you lowly cheap people. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Just just, you know, you know, spray the wealth a little. Spread the wealth a little.
1: We're gonna have to but go it, have to go deep in the wallet if you want photos of my butthole. <laughs> yeah, for real <laughs> Well, with that being said, guys,
0: uh until next time, man, we're gonna we're gonna have a uh a very, very special uh film that we're gonna be talking about next week, which we will keep a surprise for now. But uh, until then, I'm Will. I'm Bob. And my friends.